This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello, everyone. We have got a very special day coming up this week. One that has a special place in my heart because it has a weather theme to it. And I've been celebrating it every February 2nd since I can remember. It's Groundhog Day. Back in 1887, Groundhog Punxsutawney Phil was first given the task of predicting the next six weeks of winter. The Punxsutawney Groundhog Club of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, takes care of Phil year-round. And on February 2nd, members of the club's inner circle gently nudge him to wake him up at sunrise to see if he sees his shadow. If he does, it's six more weeks of cold and snow. And if not, spring will arrive early. It's a simple formula, but the pomp and circumstance surrounding it is epic, and it should be on everyone's bucket list. This year, I will be making the trip to Punxsutawney to see Phil make his prediction, but I'm also very excited to see my next guest, who I met last year at Gobbler's Knob in the early morning hours. Pam Merkin is one of Groundhog Day's biggest fans, and every year she makes the trek no matter what the weather. And I noticed she was wearing a beautiful hand-knit Groundhog Day hat. She told me she makes them. And would I want to wear one of her hats one day? Of course I said yes. And she made hats for not only my kids, but the Fox and Friends crew as well. So I had to have her on the podcast before we see each other this week. So here she is, Pam Merkin. Welcome to the Janice Dean Podcast. Pam Merkin, you made the Dean's List. Yay! <laughs> That's wonderful. First time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I met you last year at Groundhog Day at Gobbler's Knob, and your hat stood out, and people were talking about your hats, and it, you were celebrating your birthday, right? You you celebrate on Groundhog Day. Yes, I was born on Groundhog's Day. <laughs> so I'll be 70 years old this year. You're amazing. Now, tell me about the love for the Groundhog Day. When did that start? Well, obviously, growing up, I always knew about it. Uh, my parents always told me about it on Groundhog's Morning that I was a groundhog. <laughs> and so when the movie came out, my husband promised me he would take me up there for a groundhog celebration one time. Wasn't, and so, wasn't that a great movie? Oh, it was. And it's... it's uh, at Groundhog's Day, you know, they, they play it every year on loop at the community center. So you can always watch it if you're going to the community center up there at, the, at Groundhog's Day. And they've got it on a loop that they play constantly. Now, where did you grow up? I was born in Denver, Colorado, but uh, my father got transferred to Houston, Texas when I was four and a half years old. So I consider myself a Texan. Uh, there are two types of Texans. There are those that were born there and those that got there as fast as they could. 
<laughs> now, I mean, you don't see a lot of snow in Texas. So when you go up every year to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, do you love it? It's absolutely beautiful. The snow um, and all the weather, you know, it's it's just such a change for us in this hundred and something degree temperature down here in Texas. And it's such a neat little town. And do you remember the first time that you arrived in Punxsutawney? Oh, yes. Um, I we went there in 2000 and, uh, see, 2009 was my first year there. And just driving into Punxsutawney, it is such a quaint little town. Everybody buys into Groundhog's Day, and it was just so much fun. Um, my husband took me up there for my 55th birthday, thinking I would be up there one time and one time only. And this will be my 16th year in a row to go. Oh, my goodness. Now, you stayed at the plantation bed and breakfast, right? Correct. And where's it's that? It's it's up on the hill on the uh, way outside of uh, Punxsutawney, way up on top of a hill. It's a She's got eight bedrooms, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And uh, we have I have met lifetime friends that we meet there every year and stay at the plantation bed and breakfast. So it's like a family reunion. It is. The times that I've been there, there's no major hotel chains in and around the Punxsutawney area, which I love. Uh, you know, they have not gone in and bulldozed anything. And that's the charm of the place. And if you're going to stay there, it really is all about the bed and breakfasts. Oh, it is. And Julie is such a wonderful hostess and she does a high tea and also we have wonderful breakfast she's from south africa and uh she's been up there quite a few years and she just it's just you have to go by and say hi it's just beautiful up there i will so tell me about the lifelong friends you've made well the first year i was up there i met a gentleman from new york city named john lovich who uh has been going up to groundhog's day since he was a teenager John is much younger than I am. He is the age of my children, and he actually refers to us as his Texas mom and dad. Um, we even went to his his wedding in Vermont, my husband and I did, and uh, we have, you know, stayed dear friends and see each other every year. And then about seven to ten years ago, we met a couple from uh, originally from Canada that they live in Philadelphia now, and they're Mike and Derek. And they come every year now, and it's it's just wonderful. And then another lady from Ohio that drives over, and it's just like, like I said, a family reunion. And it's we look forward to each other, seeing each other every year. We keep in communication throughout the year, and it's uh, we can't wait. <laughs> now, does your husband go with you? Yes, my husband tolerates it. <laughs> um, he he comes and takes me up there and drives me around, and. Uh, He's, uh, you know, he, he has a good time. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> does he get up at 3 a.m., though, with you? He does. Uh, about three or four years ago, they uh, opened up a, what they call, Hospitality Village that you can buy tickets to that is, uh, there's about only about 200 to 250 people allowed. And it's got a warming tent and food and coffee. And so it's a lot more tolerable for us older people that we can go in and out of that uh, that area, you know, stay warm. I used to go down and stay in the VIP section the whole time starting at 3 a.m. But uh, as my years have gone on, it's a little bit more 
easier for me to go up there and warm up for a little bit. But my husband tolerates it. He goes up there every year. Now, what about your kids? Have they gone up? Actually, next year in 2025, my children, my families, they're all going to come with me, including my two grandsons. So not yet, but next year they are all coming. I've made a reservation about four years ago in advance so that we can all go up there and stay in. We're not staying in the main house at the plantation. We're staying in her lodge because she does not allow children. But she's got a little lodge that's got a four bedrooms. And so we're renting that out so my grandkids can come. That is incredible. Well, we'll have to definitely make sure that we see you and your whole family. But I'm looking forward to seeing you because you sent me these beautiful crocheted hats for my family and the staff of Fox and Friends. And I'm just, I I feel so lucky because you just have this gift. When did you learn you could do this type of thing? I've crocheted since I was a uh, probably a t- young teenager, and I started crocheting again about 15, 20 years ago. Um, got into a crochet club here in the Dallas area, and uh, we get together and we take classes together, even though it's just more of a social uh, outing. And about, oh, I'd say 13 years ago, I decided to try my hand at making a you know, groundhog hat, and now I do them every year. I'm I've mailed up my 30 hats up to the plantation bed and breakfast waiting for me to hand out to the guests at the plantation. I don't sell them. I just give them to the to the guest at the plantation and special other special people like you. Oh, how long does it take you to make them? If I was to sit down and do it one one hat at a time, it would probably be about four hours per hat. But I do them in. Yeah, I do them in phases. I'll crochet the eyes and nose and and mouth, and then I'll crochet the hats, and then I'll put them all together. So it's you know it's about probably three to four hours per hat if I was to sit down and figure it out. I, and I'll do it you know throughout the year, and then finish them and send them out. And this is a big deal, by the way. I mean, wearing a special groundhog hat to Groundhog Day really does set you apart from the other people. It does. And and there are lots of goofy hats up there, but uh, this is a, you know, a thing I do just out of out of my love and give them to special people that uh, I find. I met up with a group of ladies a couple of years ago walking down uh, downtown Punxsutawney and they asked to take a picture of me. And then I found out that they were from Dallas, Texas. So I had about 10 extra hats. And so I gave them some of my hats. Oh. It's so special, Pam. I mean, I I saw, I just, I felt the love that you had while you were making those hats. And they are just so beautiful. You really could have a business. But the fact that you don't take any money for it is just, I don't know, it's, it's, um, it's definitely a kindness that we need more of today. Well, it's just something I do and I enjoy doing it. And, uh, you know, everybody, try, they tried to buy them off my head. And I'd tell them, no, (laughs) they're not for sale. (laughs) They are very special. Do they change every year? Do you add things to them or have they stayed basically the same? They stay basically the same, but each one of them has its own personality based on, you know, how I saw them on there and stuff. They're not perfect, but they're, you know, they're they're my uh, personality. Did you make the pattern yourself? I kind of copied it. I mean, obviously, it's just a beanie pattern, and there's lots of patterns out there that, you know, you can make foxes or bears or something like that. But I kind of look at it and try to figure out kind of how to to make it look uh, 
you know, like a groundhog with the teeth and everything. <laughs> I love it. And the people that live in Punxsutawney, they might, must get a kick out of it, too. They do. Um, they, you know, I've had people ask me if I would make them and sell them, and I tell them no. Yeah. That once you start doing it as business, it changes the attitude about it. So. Oh, <laughs> God love you. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. So this is your 70th birthday. Is there going to be anything extra special when you, you make the trip? Oh, just the celebration we have every year with the friends of ours up there. Um, you know, just doing that is, is special. Um, you know, who else can go up and celebrate their birthday and have a fireworks display and a big pep rally? It pr- It is pretty awesome. You know, if you were to convince someone to do Groundhog Day, how would you do it? I tell them, uh, and so does my husband, he says everybody should do it at least once. Um, it's It's such a unbelievable little town that um, is just a community in itself and so small you know attitudes and atmosphere and just the friendships I've made there and the inner circle and everything all related to Punxsutawney Phil um, it's it's wonderful it's just such an, a different part of the United States that I think everybody should at least try out one time. I agree. And I hear you have a, a, a guest bedroom that is dedicated to groundhogs. Yes, I do. I've got a bedroom that's uh, that I started just putting some of my groundhog memorabilia in, and it's kind of become overbearing a little bit. I have a friend who stays here with me periodically, and she thinks that she's being spied on by all the groundhogs <laughs> that look at her every, every time she walks in the room. <laughs> What do you think Phil is going to say this year? What do you think his prediction is going to be? Oh, I don't know. I think that we're probably going to have six more weeks of winter. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the early springs don't seem to be working out very well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How do you get there, by the way? We usually fly from Dallas to Pittsburgh and then uh, rent a car and drive up. It's about an hour and a half drive from Pittsburgh up to Punxsutawney. Mm -hmm. It's I don't drive, so I say it's not a bad drive. My husband drives, and he says it can be testy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, Pam. It's just so special. I mean, I could tell right away when I met you, you were a special human being. I'm so glad that you came on the podcast today to get me excited about Groundhog Day. And you are resigned. You're going to go there every single year that you can, right? Oh, as long as I can get up and get moving, yes. Um, You know, if I have to, I'll rent a car in Pittsburgh and have somebody drive me, you know, drive me up there. Um, But, you know, I'm very lucky. My husband and both of us are in very good health. I tried to get my husband to retire, but he's self-employed and he won't retire. So we're still working. His friends think he's crazy to go up there in the snow and and the cold every year. What's your favorite part of Groundhog Day? I guess it's probably the fireworks. Um, the morning of Groundhog's Day when the fireworks start and we know that we're getting ready to 
to have uh, Punxsutawney Seal come out of his burrow. Um, it's it, you know, it's just it's like I said, it's just the atmosphere, just the clean fun. Um, you know, it's everybody's friendly. You feel so comfortable and so safe, and it's it's just such a wonderful atmosphere. I wish the rest of the world was like that. Mm. Me too, Pam. Me too. Uh, but it's nice to know that it does exist. Uh, and you know what? Maybe if more people went to Groundhog Day, we'd have a a better world in general. Oh, boy, is that the truth. <laughs> I, th- that's one way we can definitely promote it. World peace. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And maybe next year we'll we'll interview all of your family since you're going to have like a big reunion with your kids there. That That's pretty awesome for them to be able to that's, see what you've seen over the years. Right. And my grandsons live in Houston and they've never seen snow. So oh. we are really looking forward to them going down a hill and sledding. And so it's, it's going to be kind of fun for them. Um, they'll be seven and five years old. And uh like I said, they've never really seen snow before. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, well, it's a date for next year. But for now, we've got this year and the next couple couple of days. I look forward to seeing you. I'm going to wear my beautiful Pam Merkin Groundhog Day hat, and I'm going to wear it proudly. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I'll be down there probably at 3 o'clock um, and going down to the up and down the knob, you know, multiple times. Yeah. But I'll definitely... I'll definitely find you. Oh, we'll find you too. And you know what? The temperature is not going to be too bad. It's not going to be as cold as it has been the last couple of years. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no no big snowstorm. So that's also good. Yeah, we've had it where it's been, you know, snowing and icing and sleeting and raining and just unbearable, but yet I'm going to do it as long as I can. You know, that's a, that's another good point. You have been there when it's been pretty nasty, but it doesn't affect you. No, we got snowed in one year. We couldn't get back to Dallas because uh, when we got down to Pittsburgh, there was 25 inches of snow and the airport got closed. So we got snowed in on that side. And then last year we got delayed because Dallas had a, an ice storm and we couldn't get home. So, um, you know, so we've had, you know, we've had some some iffy weather in the past. Mm-hmm. But like everything else, the sun eventually comes out. And as long as yes, you're on Groundhog, as long as you're at Groundhog Day, you know, the rest of it will happen. It does. It does. And we, we're definitely looking forward to it. We'll be flying in on Tuesday morning. And uh, uh, my husband and I usually get there a day earlier than a lot of people so we can go downtown and do our shopping and get my extra souvenirs I need. I've oh. got to have a new souvenir every year. <laughs> you you do. And is there any special shops that you like to go to? The florist is so much fun to go to. And then, of course, the Chamber of Commerce uh, has a lot of souvenirs. And then up on the knob, the visitor center, the new visitor center up there has some wonderful souvenirs and, and uh, things up there. And you can always catch Phil up there at the visitor center and see him in his you know, in his glory. That's right. People can see him. So would you recommend the people that are thinking about Groundhog Day to, you know, plan a few days in advance, like to be there? Yes, I would suggest that they definitely come at least one day, at least on the 31st, because the town opens up. There's a whole lot to see. You can meet Phil walking around downtown. Um, They've got different special things like breakfast with Phil, and uh, so there's a lot of things that you can plan ahead of time 
and really enjoy and go down to Barclay Square and see all the vendors down there. Uh, so, yes, definitely go at least a day ahead. Pam, you are such a great ambassador for Groundhog Day in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. I, I really think you should be, you know, the mayor or something <laughs> or, or mayor for a day. How about that? There you go. I'll t- take mayor for a day. I don't want the politics. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. That's right. You can be Groundhog Day mayor for one day. <laughs> there you go. That sounds perfect. Okay, Pam, I can't wait to see you, my friend. I will find you. All right. And I look forward to it. Thanks so much to Pam Merkin for coming on the podcast, and I can't wait to wear her amazing hand-knit Groundhog Day hat this Friday in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, as well to wish her a happy birthday in person. And by the way, many people have asked me about Phil's forecasting ability. I must admit the Groundhog's track record is not that great. He's only been correct 39% of the time. However, and this needs to be reported more, The discrepancy in the poor forecasting is because his wording gets lost in translation. It's true. I talked to his retired handler, the guys in the top hats in the inner circle. Anyhow, Ron Plouch says there have been many years when the president of the Groundhog Club misinterprets what Phil says because he speaks the very rare language of groundhog ease. You can Google it if you want to. In other words, the groundhog is always right. We're the ones that get the prediction wrong. But if you're asking me what Phil's prediction will be on Friday looking ahead, the forecast is actually pretty mild on Friday. But I am going to say, like Pam mentioned, I don't think winter is done with us. And I think he's going to predict another six more weeks of winter. But as I always say, anything beyond a seven-day forecast is a coin toss, especially when it comes to predicting long-range storms. So Phil is doing something very tough to begin with, but we have to respect the craft, and I am just grateful he makes weather forecasting a fun thing to celebrate. So keep up the good work, Phil. You also made today's Dean's List. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram, or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.